This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. We can just start then. Let's just start with any card. That was nice. Good. You can bring your girlfriend and meet me in the home end. Welcome one and all to the Back of the Nest Preview Podcast. I'm your host Terence Ford, and Sam Heftskiff and Albert Curlier in tow to build you up to, well, Deja Vu, it's May United again, um, somehow, twice, twice in a few weeks to play one of the most informed teams in the country. Brilliant. And as Great. we speak, they are topping up on their first leg <laughs> advantage over Nottingham Forest in the, what's it called these days, Carabao Cup? Sure. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm surprised it's not like the Cinch Cup or the um, Kazoo. Did we buy any Car Cup? Yeah. I mean, surely when a new contract runs out, Kazoo's a good shout. The Kazoo Cup sounds better than the Carabao Cup. When in your mind, what is it? What cup is it? In my mind, it's the Carling Cup. Yeah. Yeah, Carling Cup for me as well. Must be a generational thing. Edging out Rumbelows. Mm, edging not, out. Not yeah. the Capital One Cup. <laughs> the Cock Up. The Cock Up, yeah. <laughs> no, the um, it edges out the Worthington Cup for me, I think. Oh, Worthington, yeah, that was it. Mm. No, we it always was, go out. Was it Rumbelows? So well? <laughs> it was Rumbelows in the 90s, but we're already we're, we're out sort of first or second game, so I never need to remember. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, Recently, the anniversary of the penalty shootout loss at Cardiff in the semi-final. Ugh. Dare to dream. Dare to dream. Mm. It was was awful indeed. Right. I need to drink a beer. Unfortunately, we're still on um, this platform that doesn't allow us to use jingles anymore. So, (laughs) can anyone remember how it goes? Albert, you want to sing a jingle? Uh... I kind of feel I did that already before we started recording. 
Um, well, it, uh, good for the listeners is that we were recording, so I reckon there's probably a good chance Sam will include that in the edit. Well, now you've said that, it'd be rude if you didn't. And <laughs> can't say I'm happy about it. Um, I've got from the Daya Brewing Company. It's called Message Me the Verdict. Guilty. What 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 flavour is it? What what's in it? it it's Simcoe. Um, any any help here? I don't know what that means. <laughs> this beer is one of a three-way release in collaboration with Yakima Chief Hops, showcasing their YCH three hundred one trial product. These beers aim to capture the freshest possible hop character. This is the Simcoe version. You might as well cool. have been speaking fucking Korean there. I've no idea. How how is it? Mm. Triple release. It's it's a five point eight percent pearl ale, so it's a bit strong, but it's very very tasty. Would recommend. Is it better than a double release? Would you say a triple release means they're releasing three in the series? So I imagine it would be three different a, a series. Was it a fucking Netflix <laughs> show? What's going on? I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> well, just. Two different breweries combining to make some beer. To form one new mega brewery. <laughs> it's like, like the Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, Heskiff. Mm. Fizzy water. Um, not fizzy water. Normal water. I was drinking uh, one of these CBD boys. What's um, that? As we started. It's... Sorry. Hang on. Let's yeah. just deflect. Let's just deflect over to the other side of the screen here. Yeah. What are you drinking? It's like a CBD drink. Bounce, ba bounce, bounce, A CBD drink. Yeah. Are you all right? You need. Do you need help? Are you all right? <laughs> vibes in. Vibes in, man. I'm good. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, trip. It's called trip. Isn't it? <laughs> of course oh. it is. It's peach flavour. It's nice. Peach and ginger. Sat again. It sounds like uh, the uh, end product of a uh, an early rounds apprentice task. Well, you got to come up with a, so. you got to come up with a drink that's got CBD in it. You got to call it something. Yeah. How I about thought... trip? <laughs> what flavour should I put in it? Just fucking put peach in it. Peach and ginger. It's better than peach, like weed uh, juice peach or ginger. something, isn't it? Peach and ginger. Who fucking came up with that? You're fired. Um, what are you drinking? A Peroni Red? <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Oh, there you go. I'm really out there, guy. Woo! It's uh, a <laughs> single normal. release. Sing- single release, this one. It's not uh, It's not one in the Red, White and Blue series, no? No, no, no. It's just a single cool. release. Um, yeah, it just says something in Italian about being a nice beer. Are you sure that's no, what it says? No CBD, no peach, no ginger, no fucking Simco. Sims, Simcoe, whatever it is. Fuck's sake. <laughs> well, so basically by the end of this show, I'm going to be relatively pissed. Hesketh's going to be relatively high. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to be there shaking your head. Yeah, I'll be looking for new friends at the party. <laughs> Um, you ordered some tasty jerk chicken before we kicked off. How was it? Just to stress, it wasn't 
tasty jerk chicken. It was some hopefully tasty jerk chicken. It was all right. Not a, not a patch on the the real deal of the tasty jerk, but options are limited around here, so I took a punt. It was all right. What juicy. I, I um, it was juicy. I was watching the um, uh, you know the listeners won't know, but I was a bit late because I was eating my dinner that arrived shortly before we started recording. And I was sat there watching uh, not the United game, which I probably should have done, in, given the fact that we're meant to sit here and talk <laughs> about our next opponent, which happened to be Man United. I was actually watching the, uh, caught the last five minutes of the repair shop. I don't know if you've seen that. Anyone a fan of the repair shop? Is this the one where they bring something they're emotionally connected to from their past that's broken and they yes. want to bring it back to life? Yes, absolutely. And it made me think, seeing as the transfer window shut yesterday and we didn't sign a right back, I wondered if the repair shop did anything with Nathan Ferguson. <laughs> Although we don't have any real emotional attachment to it. so um, No, but I'd like to try. It's more like, <laughs> can can we bring back, I don't know, Album John, 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 John Humphreys? <laughs> And get him to repair him and get him to be able to play right back again. I was going to say Curtis Fleming, but all right, fair enough. Yeah, I, my, my, I initially was going to go Mark Edworthy and then it was just like, but he wasn't whoa, very whoa. good, was he? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> None of this Edworthy slander. <laughs> Emerson <laughs> Boyce, come on down. Mm. Emerson Boyce, I'd take back. Didn't he win B1 player of the year, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. Mm. Greatest you... Palace ever Premier League right back? <laughs> no, I mean, um, surely that's still got to be Aaron Wan Bissaka, surely. If you like, mate. If you like. Who apparently lost the nine off the back of his shirt in the United Yeah, that's game. something. I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think I'm I, I'm convinced I've been drinking Sam's fucking Maui Maui <laughs> juice because I swear, and please someone confirm. I swear, I only caught the last 30 seconds of the first half after the repair shop finished. And Aaron Wan-Bissaka definitely didn't have a number nine on his back. It was just a lopsided two. And now in the second half, he's running around with the full 29 on his back. And I'm, as I said to you boys, I'm questioning my sanity. Mm, maybe they just had to... Is it at Old Trafford or is it at Forest? No, Old, Trafford. Old Trafford. Have any of they... you lot got TV that you can rewind? Were you watching the first half? Not that part. It's going to take ages. <laughs> yeah, just like... Five minutes to go. Like Albert just genuinely needs to know if he's lost it or not. I'm not saying we have to sit here and wait for you to do it. You could just put it on now, and when you get to the first half, you could interject and say, news just in. He wasn't wearing a number nine in the first half. But um, I guess this is a preview of United of sorts, isn't it? You know, Talking about Aaron Wan-Bissaka's potentially non-regulation shirt number on on the back Albert yeah This is, I know this is <gasps> a, an audio show but I'm showing Albert proof right. that, that he does just have a tear on his back because the nine has been ripped off by the looks it's of been it ripped off I always there you go thank you very much you're welcome a, a okay. riveting start to the show uh, 2-1 United let's wrap it up <laughs> <laughs> um it's been a while. We had a week. We had a week off. Um, in that, in that time, um, Albert, you've been nominated for a BAFTA. 
Well, not me specifically, no. Uh, much to the disappointment um, of everyone listening, I'm sure. No, but the Batman, which I worked on, has been nominated for a BAFTA in my field. So that's kind of nice. Um, and you, you said you won't get a statue, but you'll get a certificate. Well, you won't get a certificate because you won't win. Well, if if we win, I think I get a certificate. If you know, put it next to the twenty five meter swimming certificate I got when I was. <laughs> was that 22. when you got a brick from the deep end? <laughs> uh, yeah, if you can, you could describe it as a brick. Yeah. And and what's alongside that your um, junior Hornets certificate? Oh, leave it out. <laughs> you've been you, you, you've been you, you've been doing quite well on that front, and now you've ruined it. I'm going to reset the clock to <laughs> <laughs> days oh. since Troy Deeney's mentioned pods pods without incident. Yeah, what the... down, to, down to fucking zero. The re- the reason why it was is because it was because they're not in the Premier League anymore, which you know kind of easily forget about them. Mm. Did I but... see a? I know there's lots of fake things going around. Did I see a? A spurious headline linking us to Troy Deeney. Was that yeah, a wind-up or was that a genuine? That was a wind-up. That was the wind-up. Fair enough. Yeah. No, but I did see Ishmael Asar's name being bounded around again, so uh, which Everton made a bid for him and <laughs> just no one wants to go there. <laughs> Na- name a footballer that didn't turn Everton down yesterday. Jean-Philippe Mateta. Well, he, I, I mean, they wanted him, but obviously there's no way we were going to let him go without... You know, we were trying to get a forward in on loan, but it didn't happen. So there was no way we could let him go, especially with Wilf injured. Um, yeah, we'll he's going to slot right in there, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what's his name? Um, Sean Dyche just was like, I need someone who's six foot seven. <laughs> He'll do. Seven. What do you mean I can't have Val Vegas? All right then. <laughs> who else? Could Jean we have fucked him off Mateta? with a Jean Philippe Mateta looky likey? <laughs> Um, I mean, if they were prepared to pay cash money for him, uh, I did I mean, get no way we s- let several messages to me saying, I'll drive Mateta there myself. I think you might have been one of them, Albert. <laughs> uh, did I say that? Um, Bless him. There you go. Yeah, not without cover, though. No, no disrespect to the lad. <laughs> so, of course, we're recording the day after transfer deadline day. And we did actually make two signings on transfer deadline day. Unbelievable. Shock horror. Much to the light of Heskiff. One yeah. of them is French. He is. And Brilliant. It's, given 100 attempts, do you reckon you would have pronounced his first name correctly in any of those 100 attempts? Um... I mean, I just can't unsee Norwich anymore in my mind yeah. from the pronunciation well, video. His first like, name is Norwich. Also, that pronunciation video, what he says and what they put on the screen don't look the same to me. <laughs> like the, the the phonetic when he sort of, they spell out how he's saying it also yeah. doesn't look the same to me. So um, I'll just go with Ahamada. That's easy. Yeah. It, but it's so, I think that's right because on the pronunciation video he says, he says it's Ahamada. Yeah. And I think it feels like the A should be an A-H, not just an A. Yeah. But it's also his first name. It's just like, it's, what is it? Nowrish. Everyone calls him Nowry. Yeah. I'll go with that. That's what he wants. Well, anyway, you'll be delighted to know. I, um, obviously, long-time listeners will know I have a German wife. 
and so I know I know a lot of German, so I could reach out and be like, <laughs> I did reach work. out <laughs> and said uh, to Florian, who's actually a commentator on Sky Sports in Germany, said, please tell me he's the new Patrick Vieira. Um, perhaps, perhaps working with Vieira helps him. First of all, I'm a bit surprised. It's not that like he's already an established player at Stuttgart. One reason we're injuries, but also that he is still wild. Um, I like his technique and physicality, but he has become and but he has to become more cool in the final pass. But for me, he's definitely more of an eight than a six. So. It doesn't feel like he's an immediate starter, does it? If, if it feels like he's another one for the future, yeah, which is fine. Um, I mean, he described himself as box to box, didn't he? And that he likes running forward with the ball, which is something that we've talked about needing and wanting this season. Um, and if he can sort of bed in for the last however long of the season is left, four months, and then you know really get on it next season, that's great. But like you say, I think he will learn. I think he will learn under Vieira. You know, he obviously Vieira knows exactly what's needed from that position and that role. So if he's got, he might be raw, but he's got the sort of attributes you want. That's a great starting point in it, and and I'm pretty excited about it. Mm. Yeah, no, me too. Um, just, you know, his last game for Stuttgart was an eventful one. Got two assists and sent off. Um, for excessive celebration of <laughs> the second goal that he set up, um, the problem that the problem that he's got at Palace is that they don't really score, so he's not going to be able to get booked for excessive celebration. Well, I mean, with the core, he, he over celebrated a goal that he assisted. Wow, I think mm. he'd been booked for he'd been booked for dissent earlier in the game. <laughs> it, was, it was probably him going, "That's my fucking assist." <laughs> It was clearly his assist. Um, but no, good. I'm, I mean, it's it's another body in midfield, which we definitely need. Um, and of course, we had another one in the Congo. Um, Albert. <laughs> his name is Albert. <laughs> this yeah, town I think ain't big you, enough for the both of us. I think you missed, <laughs> you could have said, and, and coming in immediately behind was La Conga. That would have been good because that's kind of how Conga works, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the club did kind of go with that, didn't they, with that tweet? Some of us weren't watching, mate. Do you know what I mean? Better things to do. <laughs> they just tweeted a conga line. Right. Mm. <laughs> but a conga line would have been, then we actually brought in a forward. But Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we tried. We did try. Um, we had Dan Juma in the building. Um, before the Everton saga, a uh, bit it just was never going to work out. Patrick Vieira was just I had a chat with him and tried to make it, sit, you know, sound him out and see what was happening. But Dan Juma didn't he end up going to Spurs? He went yeah. Spurs, yeah. <clears throat> but we were talking to him as well. Yeah, so I've been chatting to some ITKs, uh, but actual ITKs in the nose, um, people who <laughs> people actually know the stuff. Um, and they were saying we, we were kind of looking at around, uh, you know, for someone who could come and take some load off of Wilf effectively because he was pushing the red zone in terms of he was an injury was pending, basically. And that's exactly proved to be right, which I guess shows where sports science is now as a thing is that they know he's going to break down soon. And he did. And 
we'll get into a bit more of that later, but it looks there's been no official announcement yet, but it looks like he's out for around six weeks. So not ideal. Um, but yeah, so Dan Juma didn't happen. We tried to make other forwards happen. Um, we did. We spoke to Antonio's agent. Um, who, he's got the same agent as Gay, um, but just it, it was only going to be a thing for Palace if the money was right because they don't want to sign players over thirty and stuff like that. That's not really part of it. So, and I think Gallagher we would have tried to make happen if we can make it happen, but you know it's a lot of money. Um, that they wanted up front for him if it was going to be a signing. I just don't think we're going to be signing players for 40 million anytime soon. So, yeah. So it was just a two, but Albert, happy with just two? Or would you have wanted more? Or are you, how are you feeling? I see all the kids seem to say rate the window out of 10 these days. Rate the window out of 10. Well, I would have, yeah. Yeah, listen, obviously another option up front would have been fine and we'd have all loved that, whether or not that meant Mateta went on loan or to Everton or whatever. Uh, but we've all been crying out for more options in midfield and it looks like we've signed two. Obviously, I can't profess to know a huge amount about either player. Um, a right back again might have been nice, but we've got essentially we've got two fit right backs and one unfit right back. So again, putting my... Putting on my parish glasses, I can see why they've not rushed out to fill that position. Uh, so, yeah, two midfielders, I would say, in terms of the positions we needed to fill, I would say that's a highly scoring window. But like I say, we don't know what, they, what they're necessarily like and how soon we're going to see them in the team. But, yeah, mm. I, two midfield, I, I didn't expect to get two midfielders. I thought we might get one and that would be it. So, no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, we was. Um, did you hear all the saga about Zaniolo from Roma, who was supposed to go to Bournemouth, and then he said he didn't want to go there, but he still wanted to leave Roma. Then basically nothing else was happening for him leaving Roma, so he regaled and said, "All right, I'll go to Bournemouth." And then Bournemouth had already signed someone else, so they <laughs> didn't want to sign him anymore. And now he's trying to sue Roma. But anyway, in in all of that, he was offered he was offered to us but it was a loan with an obligation to buy. And again, it was around 35-ish million euros. So someone, he's, 20, he's 24, but he is coming back off a bad injury. So, you know, was a very big, bright starlet when he, in his younger years. But now it's, you know, really bad ACL injury, I think it was. and Probably yeah. in the red zone, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully he's out of the red zone. But yeah, I think it was back of him. Roma fans have been holding up banners calling him a traitor. So I don't know how well it's going to go for him if he goes back when he goes back to trade. Well, they're so. a calm bunch. I'm sure they'll <laughs> they'll come round to understanding, and and that'll all be glossed over in a few days. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he's also again he's a player though that's kind of more in. Uh, we've got Eze, we've got Elise, we've got Zaha, we've got you know. Again, it's not it's not a sensible signing, so. Don't see how that would ever have been something that might have happened. But now again, it's all this is just kind of a the sort of thing, the amount of discussions that go on, this is why you often hear leaks and you know, a journalist will pick up something with truth in it. Nothing will come of it and they'll just get absolutely lambasted <laughs> by social media. But you know, 
conversations are taking place all day teams are trying to work out it's loads of bits it's always a moving feast going on between who signs who who sells who and what happens and movements and stuff like that but yeah some interesting stuff it didn't come but what the most important thing about this window is which i can't quite believe is it marks the five year anniversary of coming out of all the bubbles five years five years I can't believe we've been doing this for five years. I mean, it, plus, because this yeah. is, you know, I think we were well established as, yeah, a, we were, as a trio yeah. while we was doing that. But, um, God, I can't even remember his name. What's his freaking name? Jordan, Jordan Hugel. Hugel. Jordan Hugel. The man, oh, the legend. Oh. Five years on, where is he now? QPR? <sighs> QPR? He, he's been Preston? around. He, Middlesbrough, he was like all around there when he. Um, hmm. The last That's I remember, it, it was. I, I think QPR. he's at Preston, but I'm gonna. He's at Rotherham. Is that right? He's at Rotherham. Yeah. He's at Rotherham. So five oh, years God. on, five years on since he mugged us off. He's so he went Rotherham. to West. Oh, Jesus. And I'm fucking. Is... Wow. He, he went. So he went to West Ham, and then he had loan spells at Middlesbrough. And QPR. Then he went to Norwich. Had a I remember him at Norwich. Lo- yeah, had a loan yeah. spell from there to West Brom. Then a loan spell to Cardiff. And now he's at Rotherham as of January 2023. Permanent. That's a lot of travelling in five years, isn't it? Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, Tell them, honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Yes, and he's not... 28, he's not 28 goals in five years. And most of those, he's... he got he got one in three at QPR. And then the rest, it's been six in 37 at Borough. Four in thirty-eight at Norwich, one in twenty at West Brom, four in eighteen at Cardiff. Wow! Shit, slamming it at Rotherham. Do you remember that meltdown? Nominated. (laughs) (laughs) Who's who's laughing now? Who's who's blowing bubbles now? Fucking Hugo. The meltdown, the meltdown of our fans. He's thirty as well now. Bloody hell! But there you go. So it didn't work out for him, did it? Too old to be fucking about with bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't. He didn't get to fucking get up Rotherham. <laughs> get up Rotherham, lad. Uh, the New York Stadium. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Wowzers. I think he was sold a dud there, wasn't he? Do you want to sign for a club that plays at the New York Stadium? Oh, that sounds good. Right. Off you go. Sure, I'll phone up Sean Wright Phillips, get some, get some <laughs> advice. Why am I on the train going past Huddersfield? What? <laughs> uh, I've only been Rotherham once, and that was come back from 2 0 down and 1 3 2 in 
99, something like that. Opening day of the season, 2000, somewhere around that time. Um, it was our old place as well, the old stadium, not the New York stadium. The old, the old York stadium. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, it's like, that made me think of naming conventions of files in in workspace environments when people always Nerd. call stuff new and then it becomes new, new, newer. <laughs> Latest, final, <laughs> absolute final. <laughs> this one. Um, yeah. But of course, the transfer window is not absolute final in the sense that we could sign free agents still. <laughs> are you <laughs> squared? Are you squared, anyone? <laughs> are you? Are you joking? <laughs> um, there's many corners of social media that think that we're part of the people chasing his signature, which I don't think is true at all. I think it's Forrest and Everton are the two contenders for his signature. Is he older or younger than our eye? He is uh, older, I he's think. Older, he's the older brother. I think he's 33. Okay. He's all, Yeah, I mean, in terms of if you look at Garner Caps and when they made their debuts, he must be older. Must be. Um, but yeah, I don't... I don't know. Depends how much money he wants. I can't imagine a 33-year-old is trying to... You know, prove himself and earn less money for a couple of years before. Was, isn't he playing in Saudi as well? So he's probably yeah. getting paid loads of money there. Yeah, I mean, and with the mess that Everton are in, he can probably bend them over a barrel, really, and just <laughs> demand what he wants. Um, got a proper cult he- hero feel, like opportunity there, though. If he goes there, scores goals and keeps them up, he'll be a, a legend in that part of the world forevermore. Mm-hmm. Well, let's yeah. let them find that out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, moving on from transfers. Um, just a quick note: Ma- Maxi Jazz funeral took place in a sort of small private ceremony uh, in West Norwood Cemetery last week, um, which was at the request of the family. Apparently, it was just a shame. It would have been nice to have a big, big old send off for him, but alas. Family wishes are that it was a small thing. Um, yeah, it was West West Norwood. It was in, um, so can't get can't get much more local than that. Um, you know, said all we need to say about that. The fans have said everything that they did in the stadium and had the light shows and stuff. So um, yeah, finally finally put to rest, and it'll be long remembered in many different facets of the world. Um, I don't, I don't know if I can link this with someone else moving on. <laughs> it's, it's Sean Derry. But you're going to try. <laughs> Sean Derry, kind of a shock announcement yesterday in amongst the transfer news that um, he's left his post. It, well, it's not really clear. Did he leave? Has he been pushed? Who, know, who knows? Um, but a legend nonetheless. Two great playing um, periods done brilliantly with the youth team. Was obviously a big part of the 2010, 2010 team, big part of the promotion team back in the early to earlier 2000s. Um, left wing. <laughs> left wing. Played left wing in the fucking playoff final, didn't he? Oh, did he really? Yeah, like played played left midfield. It was like, what's going on there? Because Julian Gray was banned. Oh, wasn't he? he was, yeah. Mm. After his run in with Jason McAteer. Jason McAteer. I mean, it was over. I was I was talking on Twitter earlier about 
I'll always remember him for the Remph game in 2016 where he just fucking laid Jason into Lacketeer. us. No, no, he sure <laughs> Where we when we were two 0 down at half time at the Amex and he just laid into the changing room. Um, incredible, like five minute just tirade of abuse <laughs> of people who are all like fat and overweight and more than less than amateur footballers, <laughs> but literally. Pulled it, pulled us all around, and turned us into well beaters, and went on, went out and won the game three two. Um, mainly thanks to two goals from Andy Johnson, but we'll just <laughs> we'll rush that aside. That we had Sean Derry and Andy Johnson had only retired the year before um, in the team, but don't worry about that. It was uh, it was the rest of us that did it. <laughs> team effort. Uh, but yeah, so that's number one, closely followed just by that that corner uh, at Sunderland to set up Darren Powell's, I mean, oh. let's face it, foul of a goal. <laughs> Especially when he knocked the poor bloke out of his wheelchair. That <laughs> so was definitely much, a foul. So much bad form going on there. Darren um, Powell, definitely one of my top five cult heroes at Palace. I mm. really rated Darren Powell, for he was great. He was good. Yeah. Mm, good lad. Um... Sean Derry did, did he get much of a look in him when we, when we went up? No. 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 Shame. We signed Sorondo. Carlo Sorondo. It was all Fitz. Sorondo and Popovich, wasn't it? Fitz Hall as well coming at you. Fitz Hall. Yeah. Centre yeah. midfield, first game of the season. <laughs> um, yes. Sean Derry wasn't a stranger to. Being a loney, came back to us on loan before his second spell, and our loanies currently are doing incredibly well. John Kiami Gordon notably uh, scored two for Carlisle, um, won a penalty from. He got a bit of a rest the other night at Barrow. Came off the bench with fifteen minutes ago and won a penalty for them. Um, he's rapid. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't we need some pace up front in behind um, <laughs> in the first team up here? Jesus. Um, but a few of us are going to go Crawley Carlisle in a, in the, on the day of the Liverpool game. So that kicks off at 8pm on the Saturday, the Liverpool game. So we're going to go Crawley Carlisle for the 3pm. Train strike pending. There's a train strike that day, apparently. So we'll, we'll have to see if we can make it there. But um, yeah. There he goes. Already getting his excuses in. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'll happily drive, so it's fine. I've got a driving license now. Did you know that? Mm. <laughs> Can't drive crashed, after a yeah. 5.8 fucking sweaty <laughs> beer, mate, just to warn you. I had to drive down to the beer cabin in South Norwood to get mm. these two bit this beer. I got a couple um, before recording you, this pod. Are you allowed to drive after the old Sweet Mary Jane juice? I can't Has drive, been? so it don't matter. Well, you know, probably for the best. <laughs> Off his nut, the geezer. Just you look at his, his eyes are just drooping more and more as like as it goes on. As Albert's talking, that ain't the fucking he's, CBD. He's gonna he's gonna fucking predict a win. That's I can see it coming. <laughs> That's how you know I've had way too much. He's gonna question. He's gonna he's gonna fucking predict a win and question his own existence. <laughs> oh dear um, Premier League awards have been out um, nominations and uh, voting is underway um, we feature heavily in two categories one being goal of the month which is obviously Elise's 
fantastic free kick against Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Um, is that handshake you try to offer your wife still hanging in the air, Albert, after that, that goal? No, we moved on, but obviously <laughs> the scab's going to get fucking picked off this weekend, isn't it? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think voting's still open for that. Uh, hopefully, I, I hate it when they go to public votes because our fan base just isn't big enough when you're up against the bigger teams. Um, yeah. But it probably won't win because it's a public vote, but it sh- should have a really good chance of winning based on the other goals that are up. But I'll say we feature heavily in a couple of categories. The other one is save of the month, where of six of the nominations, three of them are against us, <laughs> which is no no, no real surprise. Um it was Kepa from Decore at Stamford Bridge, uh, De Gea against Edouard at Celeste when he tipped it onto the crossbar, and Nick Pope from Mateta, which should win. I mean, that is the save of the month. That's probably save of the season. It's you know, it's behind him when he saves it. It's just utterly ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I couldn't believe that he saved that when it happened. Yeah. It's good, it's especially on the angle you would have been at as well in the ground. Yeah, like, you would like have seen it as behind him. Yeah, yeah. Mm. couldn't believe it. Brilliant and I, I tell you, the other five goalkeepers nominated in of those six saves will vote for Pope. Like <laughs> that is just an incredible save. Um, closely, followed, I mean, De Gea's from Edouard is just ridiculous as well. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous save. And I think Fabianski's one of them who's one of the other ones. But of course, Ramsdale will win it because Arsenal will just do what Arsenal fans do and <laughs> ruin every vote that ever happened. So there you go. Uh, <clears throat> and internal awards, Crystal Palace Player of the Month went to Chris Richards. Albert, I don't think anyone can dispute this um, after the two performances he put in against um, Manchester United. And then ooh, follow me up. Newcastle. 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 I mean, that speaks volumes. He's only played twice and he's won the player of the month. So, yeah. It just, it, it, it's impossible to fuck up enough when you only play two games to not win it. That's, that's oh, I don't problem. know. <laughs> not naming know. any names. <laughs> well, you know, thinking about <laughs> not naming any names in a fuck up kind of way. Did you see that um, Forrest's keeper is injured? So instead of turning to Wayne Hennessy, they just went and got another goalkeeper in the transfer window. And their keeper's only out for, what, six weeks or something. Um, What's your mouth at? Hennessy started at Old Trafford tonight. Yeah. In, and in, until... I'm just checking. I'm just checking. And they lost 5-0 on aggregate. Damn. <laughs> yeah, a, a bit of a shot. So it's Kayla Navas from PSG coming in. Um, big money. Big money for a goalkeeper. Interesting. And uh, did who else? Forrest made a few more signs, haven't they? Just ridiculous. Had to get rid of half the players they brought in over the summer. But Florian Morange FC. Indeed. Um, crazy, crazy stuff. Okay, well, congratulations to Chris Richards. I think thoroughly deserved. And um, as we get into speaking about the Manchester United game, um, as we've already established, they've played tonight. Pretty full strength. I think Rashford was on the bench, but other than that, it was a pretty full strength United side. Um, always 
obviously great when a team has to play midweek and we don't. So a slight advantage there. But we can start with, I guess, how we think we might line up because we obviously have Wilf is undoubtedly going to miss the game. Um, is there any news, however, of what's what's Yoa doing? Is he fit yet or has he still oh, still got some question. time to go? Yeah, it's a shame we have to recall this before Patrick Vieira actually tells us what's happening, you know. <laughs> Pat, what's going on, mate? Maybe has anyone got his phone number? You're French. Can you talk to him? Yeah, I'll get on the I'll get on the French the French line. <laughs> the French line. Yeah. Um, um what is his phone number four twenties one? Four twenties two sixty ten one. <laughs> Listen, they're, they're counting makes lo- logical sense if you're French and you've had CBD drinks. <laughs> Albert, you look confused. Did you never? Did you not do French at school? I tried. Well, tried. I mean, you got to under trois and that was it. My problem was if you were good at ger- if you were good at German and you're in the top set for German, you also had to be in the top set for French, and I was very good at German. But horrendous at French, so yeah, it was all you were literally all a bit foreign to me. <laughs> <laughs> You've never spoken German to me. <laughs> look, 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 he's, just, <laughs> his mouth just going up like, don't do it. I'm gone, I'm gone shy. Go on, <laughs> go on. Go on. Um, what do you want me to say? What's the best way to the station, obviously. Uh, which station? Gerada Aus, Gerada Aus. Gerada Aus, yeah, links for direct. Uh, tut mir leid, uh, wie geht's? And es ist langweilig. Yeah. Es ist langweilig. Yeah. Very good. Um, Dankeschön. Yeah. Ich, ich verstehe nur Bahnhof. Boom. I only understand the train station. It's a German saying. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, the good news is we've got, we haven't, well, it's tempered good news because I did get in contact with that so CPFC. Um, and he will be doing stats for us. Um, but Brighton next week will be when he's <sighs> back in, coming, coming in with those stats, which... Um, I mean, Wilfred, for a player that barely ever gets injured, loves to get injured just before a Brighton game. He does. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so last six meetings against United, two wins, two draws, two losses. So it's not the the fixture that it used to be where we basically lost all of the time. Um, So, you know, there's been a... We had the 1-0 victory from Wilf on the last last game of last season. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, 3-1 three, three at their place the season before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some good results in there. We obviously picked up the one all the other day and the other day, the other week. And considering they came in, in massive form with, you know, it's still the only game where Rashford hasn't scored in a row. Um, you know, we did a really good job on them and it was a, it was a good performance in that game. Um, so, Albert, in your, your, in your household on the weekend... <laughs> Once you fer- we further have we got chances of further derailing their title charge and you having to grovel to your misses? 
Well, number one, I don't think they're on a title charge. I mean, they were when they come to sell us. I think they were, but I don't think I don't think they're. I think they're going to be near, anywhere near the top two. Maybe a bit of third, bit of third place action. I can say the wife's out. I can say what I want right now. Yeah. Uh, to mate, I wouldn't be. Ta- I, I, w- I wouldn't be talking to your wife about three way action. To be honest, if I'm, you know. I said third place, but whatever. <laughs> uh, second of all, I'm actually um, I'm actually away this weekend um, on a stag do, and I'm not glad to, it's not gone. to Prague. You're not revisiting no. that one bar, I hope. No, it's um, I'm in the phrases. Uh, it's it's actually it's actually a stadium this weekend in Brighton, so I'm quite glad it's not next weekend uh, for obvious reasons. Well, that would have been perfect. Oh no, we're at home, aren't we? We're at home. We are. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a sort of any it's sort of good excuse because if we get battered by United, I can just sort of turn off the phone, can't I? Because oh, what a stag do. And if we win then i'll probably be pissed so i can get on the phone and just be <laughs> voice notes galore yeah absolutely and i've and, and considering i've worked both days the last two weekends the fact that i'm disappearing on a stag do on my first weekend off is already Ooh. ruffling feathers oh so lord knows the doghouse will need to be extended a little bit if we win uh, against united because that's where i'll be returning home to I had a great, um, my wife had a realisation the other day that she'd agreed to me going on a seven day driving around the country tour. Is she stalking Muse? Yeah. Oh, did I, <laughs> did I talk about this already? You, she, I mean, you, I think you told us privately. I mean, not only has she agreed to you going, she's actually agreed to you not fucking bothering coming back. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you want to do, if that's what you want to do for a week, fucking you crack on. Uh, well, you know, why not? How many times you sing Muse in that seven days? Uh, uh, three. Fuck it out. Three times. So it, it, there's many factors as to why. A, being a big Muse fan always since I can since they came out. Um, my Back when they were small, yeah. What? Well, yeah, exactly. Obviously, really. Well, you know, Really, really good friend of mine from America is works in their backstage team, so get to see her, and also she sorts us out with all the VIP tickets, so that's also very helpful. Yeah, but they're going to be like like the third time round when you fucking bowl into the fucking after show party. I'll be like, who the fuck? Literally, who the fuck are these people? When when I'm getting paid hundred grand a year to play triangle in the backing band. Like just because of a few drunken conversations in the VIP room, mate. Who's laughing then? What a fucking waste of time! <laughs> You're not going to hear that over all the ding, ding, ding. Me playing cowbell, and thirdly, they're being supported by Royal Blood, who I, you know, Brighton connections aside. Um, I was going to say, yeah, we. I was seeing them in front of a hundred people, so yeah. it's like the perfect support act the tour so there you, you know go. that famous meme of that bloke leaning over to the and speaking in that girl's ear <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah 100 people yeah just 100 people <laughs> no I, no, uh... no when, when, no I like Muse when they were acoustic actually yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
There's literally, and I've literally spat beer all over my laptop. It's just all dripping down your face on the screen, Alice. Um, Albert, it looks like um, kind of some weird uh, Bukaki thing. <laughs> very good, very good. Heskiff, how are we going to yeah. line up against Man United? I'm glad we changed subject there. <laughs> that was... <laughs> um, I tell you how we're going to line up against Man United. We're going to play Jeffrey Schlapp. Yes, he's back. He's Jeffrey, back. Jeffrey Schlapp. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Obviously, um, Ahamada has been playing. He's match fit, so I guess he could play. Um, Lukonga, not so much. Um, they asked him. They did an interview with him on the website. And he said he he feels like he's fit enough to play if the manager wants him to. Mm. Um, to be honest, I mean, I, I kind of, it like jokes aside, I kind of expect, expect Schlupp to start rather than one of the new guys just because they'll only have trained, what, like three days. Um, mm. Or maybe Hughes. But yeah, I, th- I, th- I don't think one of the new guys starts. I'd be, I'd, I'd be pleasantly surprised if they did. Um, yeah. But yeah, but also like you mentioned, you mentioned Joe. I think Richard should keep his place. I know, obviously, Joe has got that long ball in his arsenal, but it's pretty harsh to drop Richards after the two games he's had oh. and winning Player of the Month. So yeah, I'd, I'd definitely keep him in as well. Can can you see a scenario when because Richards has been so good and is Gay and Anderson, we just go three at the back? from now and just see how that works. Yeesh, maybe. I don't know if you play a wing back though. I don't really know if I mm. trust with Tyrick right on back. one side and Ty, then... Ty's fine. I guess Klein. I don't know how well he do mm. there. Um I mean I don't really I don't really like three at the back. This is a me problem. I don't really like three at the back, so I don't really want that. But how do you say it's it's not me, Pat? It's it's not you, Pat. It's me in French. Like you can just do it all with a shrug of the shoulder and say "boff." <laughs> that's 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 how I tend to do it. Nice. What I want to know is who's going to fill the supermassive black hole left by Richard Zaha being injured. He's just been there googling like muse no. songs. No, I haven't. No, we need to we need to know who's going to who's going to fill that role because time's running out. You know, well, the but, yeah, because there's been yeah. hysteria on social media. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm just uh, guessing that these are muse songs, right? Yeah. Great. I'm out. I'm well, out of this game because well, when they be when they decide that we'll just move Jeff Schlupp to left wing to sort it all out. That's not a muse song, is it? Uh, it'd be bliss, mate. <laughs> Oh fuck! If they had a song, to be honest, if Muse had a song called "Move Jeff Schlupp to Left Wing," I'd listen to it. <laughs> uh, I actually, wouldn't be adverse to Jeff Schlupp going out wide, just for the record. <laughs> because if he's going to be in the Palace team, that's where I, w- I want to see him wide. I don't want to see him in the middle of the park. So, something strangely. Strangely poetic in the fact that we've signed two new potential midfielders, but Will's injured, and there's could still potentially be a, a second coming for Jeff Schlupp. That's not a new song. I've just said second coming. Who mm. do you think we play up front? Oh, you, you know, I'll, 
I want to say, like I've said, Edouard needs just a run of games. Like he should just get 10 games starting. But he did really piss me off against Newcastle a lot. <laughs> like a lot, a lot. He gave the ball away so cheaply. He's, his hold-up play was more often than not very, very poor. Um, he kept trying back heels and flicks where it's just like, just hold the ball, mate. Like, just, I know what you're trying to do, but just hold it. It's not been working for you. Just put your back back into the defender, hold it up and bring in the pace to either side of you. But What about Edward wide left? Yeah, I think, I mean, that could end up happening. And then Mateta through the middle. Mm, yeah, um, I don't know. It's anything to guess at the moment. I, I, I don't think we know. Like Pat, don't know what our best, <laughs> our best front four is. Um, it's hard. I, no, no one ever grabs the ball by the horns and said this is mine. No one's yeah. really, you know, the shirt's mine. Mateta is just, I don't know. Mateta is unaware that the ball has horns. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I don't want, I don't want to slag him off. Like, he tries, he's a nuisance, whatever. But it's just, I don't know. Don't want to say Bambi on ice. But... I like him, and I think when he had a run last year, I think we all sort of said it. We were like, oh, he's he's actually doing what we need him to do. You know, running the channels and being a pain in the ass. And I've said before, I like that Mateta sort of, his instinct is just swing my leg at it. Like he did that uh, with the shot that Pope saved. But then when you sort of want him to do actual technical football things, other than that, he, he don't really do it. Hmm. So I like him, but like we mentioned earlier, if someone had bid 15 million, I don't know who's going to bid 15 million for him, but if someone does, then we'd be silly to say no. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Let's say we look for a forward in the transfer window. It didn't happen. Um, might happen in the summer. But I, I, if we go into next season and Edouard and Mateta are already two options up front, I think we're going to have a very, very pissed off fan base, to be honest. So we shall see. Right. Give me some predictions and then we'll finish up. Um, stoned Heskiff. 4-0 Palace. Uh, we're going to lose. <laughs> we're going to lose 3-0. Uh, I'll go for a well-fought but ultimately disappointing 2-1 loss. Mm. They look good, United. We did very well to get the point against them from an amazing free kick right at the death. Uh, And I've seen nothing since. I mean, there's not been a lot to see in between, really, is there? At their place, I'm sure it'll be an even tougher proposition. Well, I'm hoping that we finally be the beneficiary of some David De Gea errors instead of him just turning up against us every single time we play them. With the, I guess, the exception of Patrick Van Arnold's injury time winner at Old Trafford. Um, so some more, some more of that, please. Um, so I'll say one all. We'll get another one all. Ooh, take that all day. Definitely take it. I'm just being optimistic. I've I've just taken the last swig of this. 5.8% beer, so... Do you now need to go for a triple release? <laughs> um, yeah, what's, what's that? It makes me think of a good Charlotte song. Um, one one shake is okay, <laughs> two shakes is fine, three shakes, you're playing with yourself again. 
I think is the line from the song. Are they touring so. anytime soon? <laughs> oh no, they fell off the they fell off a cliff there. They they end like both buried like Paris Hilton and no, not Paris Hilton, the other one. Um Nicole Richie. Nicole Richie. What was that program called they did together? Oh. Not one night in Paris, that was something completely different. Um oh, what was it called when they went and worked like poor people jobs? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a ridiculous show. Just was that got to do with Good Charlotte? Well, one of the guys. Well, Good Charlotte were really like angry punks, and then um, one of them married Nicole Richie, who's like oh, super see. rich. Um, it was called The Simple Life. The Simple Life. That's I've just googled called. it. Incidentally, <clears throat> yeah, you should try and watch those on catch up. Find it, dig it out most ridiculous show ever again I'm not, if this was a Chelsea pod maybe it makes sense but it's not it's for Man United so apologies anyway um, look out for all the usual stuff match report will be out on Sunday uh, for you guys to listen to uh, as always back at the nest at, um, search on YouTube and that will bring up all the stuff that's going on over there with the eyes done and live post transfer show tonight so you can catch up on that um might might be some more andre iu talk on there who knows fill your boots and um, we'll be back next time next week normal time where unfortunately we're gonna have to talk about playing against the fucking machine that is brighton that just rolls on <laughs> no matter what happens no matter what players they lose no matter who they're playing they just still seem to win for fuck's sake so it's all right. I'm, I'm going down there. I'm, I'm there this weekend. I'll put a little bit of bad voodoo on the place. Don't worry. I've got this. Juju, you need to like go and do what was it? West Ham Spurs all those years ago on the final day. Oh, give us some dozzy, dodgy lasagna or something. Yeah, Carl Fletcher. I can't imagine. Screen. I can't imagine footballers are eating lasagna before games. To be honest, yeah. these days. But there you go. Anyway, thanks for listening, and until next time. Up the palace. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, Tell them, honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.